Welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love sometimes with cats. Yeah, that's just a fake cat. There are multiple ones cat. right in front of the camera. That's the only issue. I'm your host, Stephanie Katz. With us tonight, Zach. Oh, that's me. Peter. Hi. And Tom. This seems out of place. Is that a good spot? No. Thomas, the bringer of chaos. Is that a good <laughs> Hey guys. Um, all right, so we'll get this started off with um, Halo. Although I'm disappointed in Peter because he didn't watch the latest episode. <gasps> Shit. Heard, I was pretty vocal in the last episode that I didn't <gasps> care for it. He doesn't like it. Tom, you're caught it. up. Yeah, I watched it. All right, we can make fun of Peter this week then instead. Of yeah, Tom. let's make fun of Peter. <laughs> Fair enough, go for it. <laughs> I'll just like zone out for the next like 10 minutes or so. Zone out? No, you have to fucking be spoiled just like everybody else you like <laughs> to spoil things for. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you have to be the background chaos now, uh, Peter. Um, this, don't you knock that down. Special. Speaking of background chaos, Thomas, since you're fu you're fully caught up, uh, how are you liking the direction of the show? What did you think about this last episode? Actually, pretty good. Like I was pleasantly surprised i think it did finally turn a real corner on this one now yeah i like i kind of like the direction it's going on it's very definitely veering very far away from established lore but i think it'll be a, i think it can it can end up standing alone nicely alone as its own thing yes i mean watching it was pretty it kind of wrapped everything up into, you know, a nice little ball to say, hey, this is where we were bringing you. Now you're here. And now, now we're going to really it, start. <laughs> yeah, let's see where it goes. Do you think, okay, so we'll, we'll go on a random aside now. So it's not that random, it's related. Uh, so remember how I was like, hey guys, I want to play the Halo games. And Peter was like, you're bad. You're not, you're not going to like it. I don't think those were my exact words. That was the sentiment. <laughs> I was. It wasn't like you're bad. It's just like I don't think that coming into like coming from the show that's not really Halo esque, that you're getting a proper view of what Halo's going to be like. I mean, we did play. Also, you sucked at Destiny, and it's the same people. So yeah, I had reason to believe you wouldn't be very good at it. I did. I did pretty good, <laughs> and we got what three quarters of the way through Halo One. We got to, um, or we got through. Where were we at? You said there were only three more missions left. We got through... I know we finished the library. Did we do two betrayals? Yeah, we did two betrayals. We finished... That was the last one we had done. So we were about to have to go rescue, rescue Commander Keys from the uh, Flood. But not actually. Spoilers for her because she still never played it before. But <laughs> she hasn't gotten quite that far. But it's, it's not, that, That's a scene you don't want to spoil if people can go into blind. Oh, she has no idea what's still happening. I, she has no idea what any of the words I just said to you meant. I mean, I, I don't think I knew shit was gonna go sideways when they went when they first went in there and Keys was like, "No, we have to stay right here and do the things." And the, the one guy was like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here, peace, bro." Ah, yeah, uh, shoot, what is that? I can't remember what the next level there is because it's that, and then it's a uh, pillar of bottom, and then it's after the isn't it just the escape after the pillar of bottom? Well, no, because it's you do um, you do the one where you go to rescue keys. Well, the yeah. second time technically. Yeah. 
Because you already do it once, and then you go back to the same ship and do it again. Yes. And then then you go, you ride a Banshee to the Pillar of Autumn, yeah. and then you drive the Warthog. At the, and that, so there's one more episode, or one more, the last episode is you driving the Warthog to get out of the thing. Yeah, it's the escape. Is that just called the escape? I don't know what it's called, but it's, that's what it is. That's, I know. Oh, that's what I was saying. I couldn't remember the name of the level. Oh, got it, got it. My bad. Um, but so now that do, but I have fun editing that one out of there. <laughs> it's been like this for me all day. Um, what I was gonna ask was, do you do you think that they're going to bring the flood into the show? Yes. Yes. If they're going to the Halo ring, they have to bring the flood. Yes. Yeah, we're about to get to that part where in the game where you figure out that it is that's it's a research station to research the flood and also destroy every sent, piece of sentient life in the universe if the flood breaks containment. Fantastic. Can't oh no, wait. it's so yeah, it's two betrayals, then it's keys and it's the maw. It was I thought it was the maw, but I thought there was two levels. Apparently the maw is just a really, really long one. I thought the I thought the driving part was separate, but it's not. Oh yeah, no, that was People divide it because it's such a different type of gameplay, but yeah, it is technically... It is technically still the same level, yes. Here yeah. is my one complaint with this game. So you're bad at it. This game that is... Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can look this up. Uh, 30 years old almost now? Uh, sorry, 20 years old. 21 years old. No, I, I, have a, I have a feeling that this is going to be my main complaint for this series, just based on watching you play a little bit of Infinite. But... Do they not know how to design a level? What do you mean? It's just go through this circle thing, and, and now you're going to be in the same, the same dungeon, but we're going to call it something different, but it's still the same presence. You're just... That's mostly the first one, because they were still dealing with the limitations of 2001 Xboxes. You're yeah. also on a ring. so You're also that on a ring that has... But, yeah. I, like, as we're... Like, and I got... Like he would uh, get a, too like ahead of me, and then I would get lost because I'm like everything here looks exactly <laughs> the same, and I don't know where you are. And he would have to come Was back that and get me. Updated graphics or original graphics? Updated. I think it's actually easier to tell on the original graphics. Honestly, yeah. There's a lot of times he I have did to tell you that it would, there was going to be some confusion with the updated ones. You're like, no, I want the updated ones. Yep. No, I'm just generally lost. I did have to, I do have to quick back, click back sometimes and see what the the old stuff so I can go okay I remember this now all right yeah we need to take a right here then two lefts and then we're uh, up the stairs and we're good to go uh, but I can't tell that looking at it when it looks quote unquote pretty yeah. which it's still not it, it doesn't look as good as like Infinite does obviously but the 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 anniversary editions they did a good job with but yeah. so she had some fun she I made her drive a warthog. Driving. Oh, that's my other complaint. The driving mechanics in that game suck. Again, that's oh, mostly. Oh no, the driving mechanics in a shooting game suck. That again, that's mostly. CE. The other ones yeah. get better. Once once I mean, they introduce. Sort of, there's they, just a lot less like, vehicle drift. Well, once they introduce the braking system that you can actually put the brakes on, that helps a lot. Instead of the car just kind of doing it itself, and you're like, "All right, power drift this shit." She, I, kind of, kind I will of say, I was, <laughs> I was impressed on um, which episode, is, which level is that? That's um, uh, Silent Cartographer. Yep, of course. Sorry, Silent Cartographer, which is still one of the best games in any video game or levels in any video game. Which it's one was that honestly, again? It's the one on the beach where you're driving the Warthog around the outside. Oh. Um, yeah. I got it was her. The one that they 
showed in all of the trailers for the game. Yeah, and it's amazing. Um, I still like actually the actual first level where you're on the Halo. That's was which was ended yeah. up being the whole basically uh, influence for Infinite. Yeah. But uh, but no, Truth and Reckons or not? Sorry, the Silent Cartographer is still one of the best just designed video game levels of all time because you can play it multiple ways. You can break it multiple ways, and it's fun to do that as well. And so I did one of the things where you are taking a warthog somewhere it's definitely not supposed to go. Then they tried to design it so you couldn't do it, but if you hit the wall just right and you drive it sideways along the wall and you bounce it on the other side, you're good to go. And then you go kill the two hunters at the top with a machine gun, and it's a lot easier. Yeah. I was about to ask specifically about those two hunters. Like, how did she do against them? (laughs) uh, The hunters were interesting, we'll say. Uh, Because that one, there's like four different sets of hunters that you fight in that one level, which is, it gets a little ridiculous. But so we went, and since there were two of us playing multiplayer, I'm like, all right, so we're actually going to go backwards. We're going to go get the other warthog so then we can both have two, we can both have a warthog and drive around and have the reins fuck stuff up, so it'll be fun. He means die. I didn't run over a single Marine this time, and normally I get them all. Honestly, uh, it's really easy to just slaughter Marines. It's so, <laughs> they do it themselves most of the time, honestly. Uh, no, we we went into the like the actual control room there. We did, hadn't lost a single Marine. Not one had died. It was pretty good. Honestly. We were playing on normal. We were not playing. Yeah, yeah. We were not playing on legendary. I, was, I kind of figured. We were not the, playing on legendary. The only time I super panicked was after you like let the flood out and all those things started like crawling out. I just... There was just pure panic, um, and then when we were in the, she the... Did empty a full clip in that room, like like they're coming where they bur- burst through the first door, and it's just a flood of the flood spores, just a full clip of auto, of uh, assault rifle just <laughs> reload again. And I'm like Jesus Christ, okay, you got him. We're gonna also we're they can't gonna even have... kill you. We're definitely gonna have oh, to get yeah. that on on Twitch sometime, but um, yeah, and so then well, so then we reaction to it now, so it'll be less fun. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be other things that I will I will have the same reaction to, but um, so when we get into that that part where you've got to follow the little blue guy up to the whatever three four three guilty spark to the library yeah index he's like this this is gonna suck and it's gonna be really hard and he's like the best advice I can give you is just keep running so I just bye that's what i told her i'm like just don't stop just just keep running i mean you can sit here and you can kill all of them and it takes forever and it's utterly ridiculous but But then he was like wait where did you go and i said you told me to keep running i haven't stopped but we weren't killing enough enemies to actually get a checkpoint so i'm like this is gonna go really poorly if we both die so i'm gonna play real conservative here real quick okay this is fun Though we beat the library pretty quickly, honestly. She was just hauling ass and didn't stop. And I'm like, this might be the fastest I've ever beat this level, honestly. Because <laughs> normally I like to fuck around and do everything in every level. I'm not a speedrunner when it comes to that. I'm like, yeah, let's let's kill every single enemy in this level. And you're like, no, this is the library. Um, they don't stop coming, ever. Yeah, just so just There's run. No yeah. And then it's, I would at those parts where you get stuck like against the door and you have to wait for him to like open it. I just like wedged myself in a corner. And like so that I could see when the door opened, and I'd be like, "Door, door, door, bye." <laughs> and made me get shot the whole time. It was lots of fun. <laughs> you said yeah. keep moving. I did. I you did. know, this reminds me of playing it with uh, my little sister. That when we got to that level, when where, base I, I didn't tell her to run, 
I was like, it's just going to be an awful experience for a minute, but we just kind of have to power through it. And then she took the shotgun at the beginning of the level and then booked it the entire time. She's like, well, you've abandoned me to die. So <laughs> I knew he'd be fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just because I played it about 200 times. But... <laughs> oh, we, we still finished the level, but it's like, well, you just made what was already like not great way worse. You already, doing, you already made what is, what, what is most Halo players least favorite level. Yeah. I would say I would say I don't I don't know I don't know anybody off the top of my head in my friend group that likes that level. Everybody It's not great. It's, it's easily the worst level. It's a it like like it's honestly it's still a good level, but it's yeah. it's overly hard. It is a little repetitive. Yeah. And it just drags on and on and you're like, Alright, why am I waiting for this fucking door a fucking again? At least it's not like a full escort mission where you have to like slow down for him. He'll just pop out of a wall and go, okay, I made it to the door. And you're like, yeah, I've been waiting here for five minutes, asshole. Can we open this thing now? I knew where I was going. Why didn't you? You've been here for a thousand years, okay? Yeah. She gets fucking lost. Ass white. Uh, but jumping back to the show, so. Hey, there we go. Um, Confusion in your life? It's all, it's all related. Full circle. Oh, circle, bro. Like, like a halo. That that was more of like a, a triangle. What you just did. Um. I did like that they finally actually said we're uh, this artifact that we're calling the halo. I'm like, huh? They said it. Huh? There it is. No, they didn't even say the artifact was the halo. They said that the the gene that they had was being referenced as halo. Is that what it was? I thought it was yeah. they were talking about the artifact they were finally referring it to. Because they didn't halo. know they were going to a halo. They just knew that the the word that what's your face was saying was reference to Halo. I will I will say, um, when they actually like he did his whole like finally got the artifact to work, the keystone to work, and he's like they transport into the ring, I'm like, Okay, well, there's the money shot. Uh, yes. y'all nailed that part. Okay. Uh, visually, yes, that's exactly what I was hoping it would look like. Thank you. I'm, I'm all right. Can I? Can we actually get there now, please? Yeah. The name no, of no, the show is Halo. And we it's episode six, and we just saw the Halo for the first time. So here's my question: Do you think that Blondie is gonna betray the Covenant? Why I don't have enough context to answer, but why would she? Okay, so remember, um, at the end of the the last episode when she got they like launched her from the ship so she could infiltrate. Yeah. Um. So now she they they they're back on reach and they like have her in a room and they're like, um, you know, she's like, I'll only talk to Master Chief. You, you bring me Master Chief. And me and him are like, no, that's bad. Don't do that. Um, and so she does have lasers in her fingers. That's true. Um, but they don't know that. Exactly. That's why it's a bad plan. So, <laughs> so then they're, they're all like talking or whatever. And he's starting to come like get more of an idea of what happened to him. And like, um, and she's trying to explain like that they're the same and, and everything. So it's, I, I'm not sure entirely, and I, you're probably supposed to not really know what her motives are, but like, I just, I'm wondering if, if she, and not necessarily that she's gonna like go de facto and from the, the covenant and switch to the UNS, 
UN SC, yeah. SC. Um, but I think her and John definitely have like some weird bond and I'm wondering if like she's gonna stay loyal to him if that makes more sense I think it's gonna be one of those paradigms where basically like they're connected and she tries to like convince him of the great journey yeah versus, she's gonna uh, she's gonna try and get him to do, betray humanity and go along with the covenant mm-hmm. and and turn on the halo ring yeah because she she has the paradigm of being captured by the covenant and then being used by the covenant brainwashed but even in the episodes when she was wanting to go destroy the demon she was like looking at books from her past and earth and stuff no, like she that thinks, so. she thinks john's cool she wants to hang out with john yeah but yeah so I'd i think she like, wants, wants to, to do john. more than hang out yeah, she's gonna try Probably. she's gonna try and get john to uh like light the ring and because they're gonna be the only two that are able to because they got the gene that's going on there and that's a, like the whole point in the games like that's why you never see another marine push a button and they're always using some sort of technology to bypass the door because chief's the only one that can make the buttons work that's why that's why chief has to go turn on the light bridges that's why chief has to like that's why your side missions are always doing extra shit that like interacting with the ring because according to the lore he's that's one thing they are bringing from the things is that only a certain percentage of the population can actually access forerunner technology reclaimer yes there's a great Basically, the Covenant's entire religion is based on a typo, and it's kind of amazing. You know what my favorite part about this episode was? What? That I didn't watch it. No, I, well, I stopped because I had to think for a second. Was Han Kwa in this one? Uh, Whatever. I feel like you. She might for a brief second. For a brief second. She was not in it very much. I think is that why that was your favorite? Is because she was not in this basically yes. at all. Yes. She was in it as second. she was in it as a hallucination flashback for the chief. And yeah, that's it. That's but, the only thing she was in there. But I mean they didn't like because I was trying to remember it. I didn't remember them doing like the split storyline in this last episode. They didn't, yeah. Which no. I super appreciated. Well, I mean, I don't know how you'd fit the split storyline into this. Now this you've... one was kind of important. The split storyline now is, it's always apparently going to be half story about Chief and some random girl that we've met because of this show. And it just is going to face off between it's a separatist one or a covenant one, both of which are women that don't really like the Chief. Yeah. But are probably end up both going to want to fuck him because that's just how they do TV and it's just yeah. annoying. You really need to Sex sells. <laughs> Theoretically, but I don't think they need it, is what I'm saying. And then I want to know. Sells violence. They didn't do it in the games, and yet fans still were like, no, but Cortana. Oh, no, no, but Cortana. Hey, which is, I was. In fans, in fans' Cortana's defense. Thick. In fans' defense, one, they anim- when they animated her, they knew what they were doing. They went, they went for the Pixar mom school of uh, animation technique there. <laughs> we all know it. And second of all, I don't know. I always got the feeling that Cortana, if she's like, if I had a real body, we'd be fucking. You know that, right, John? <laughs> I always got the feeling, like, not on his end, because his whole thing is, I'm the perfect Marine, perfect Spartan, perfect soldier. Yay. Yay. And he trusts Cortana and likes her as much as he can as a guy that's just like, my only options are sleep and kill. Um, the, the suit makes pellets for my food, so I don't need that. So it's sleep or kill. Uh- <laughs> And they knocked out the sex drive because I never saw a woman uh, that it wasn't a... Uh, see, I'm telling you, Pixar uh-huh, mom uh-huh. school of uh, thought there. But 
I always God, thought Cortana's personality so was there. was one of those definitely that she's in her head going, if I could figure out how to make a real body. That's why I always thought like Halo 4 or 5 was uh, was they were going to bring Cortana back, but she was going to figure out how to like vision herself. Like MCU vision. She's like, so I made this body, John. I can pretty much manipulate matter because I'm so smart. How do you feel? I, but he's John, so he wouldn't have an opinion on that other than you can help me kill things now. He's like infinite bullets. He's like, oh wait, does that? Yeah, he's, he'd be like, can you put infinite bullets in my gun? Ooh, can you hold a gun? Ooh, <laughs> make a seat on my back, and you can dual wield behind me while we shoot four things at once. This is gonna Why? be great. Why <laughs> is like, my crotch vibrating right now? <laughs> he's like, that's, that's, that's insane. That's new. Okay. <laughs> okay, now I want to see Nick Cage play the Master Chief because that's all I got from that from what you just said there was it's new. Whoa. Or Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I was like, that was more. Keanu Reeves could have been Chief. It was definitely more Keanu Reeves. Uh, the whoa there definitely got it to... uh... Whoa. 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 Cortana. You're making my crotch vibrate. Whoa. <laughs> That's weird. That's weird. Is it supposed to do that? <laughs> uh, my, mind's, my mind is like swimming in a sea of indigo. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly, I but yeah, it, it's unnecessary, but they're definitely going to figure out a way to shoehorn in that whole thing because now that John's got hormones again, he's going to want to have the hoo-hoo. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I'm thinking it's going to happen. I would just prefer they don't. It seems like a thing, a bit of a wasted Again, thing. Again, I, right? like, I know you're like of the same mind. I also like, prefer they don't, but it's probably going to happen. Yeah. It's TV. Ooh, wait, no. They can do it right. Really? If they do it right, they turn the trope on its head. They just have both the uh, both the girls that you think are want, are going to fight over John. They fall in love and they're good to go. And then they fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. I want to know Halsey's agenda. Halsey's agenda is the uh, good outweighs the bad. She's done the calculation. Yeah, the awful things that I've done will work out in the long run. I mean, if, again, I haven't seen the new episode, but that's what I got from it, and that's pretty much her game motivation. Yeah, no, and that's... It's yeah, even... I kidnapped and tortured a bunch of kids, but it's okay. They saved us. Oh, no, I won't spoil it because I do actually want you to watch this one, uh, Peter. John does confront her, and it's fantastic. Oh, it's... <laughs> it's actually a really neat uh, characterization piece of Chief, too, because it definitely shows, like, how good of a soldier he is. He, like, literally just starts rattling off history and uh, tech specs of, of the ship they're in, kind of thing like that. And yeah. I know it's, like, tycho, uh, it's all just techno babble that they put in there for, for the writer's room, but I think it did a good job of, like, no, John's the guy that kind of, like, before he even had Cortana... Like, and it did a good thing, like, even for the games. Like, no, even before he had Cortana, he knew most of this information. She just makes it faster for him to recall and is able to do two other things at once and then give him the information he needs to make those still decisions that he's got. But, yeah, he just, like, starts listing off technical data and uh, history. And he's, like, while he's casually doing shit, you're like, all right, that was pretty good, Jeff. All right. And he doesn't pull any punches. He is still the master fucking chief. Yeah, Pablo's <laughs> Pablo's doing a good job. 
you you can say bad things about the writing. I don't think you can say anything bad things about the acting on this show. Everybody that's doing it is definitely putting their all into this show. I feel like at least, at least all the Spartans. I mean, how much do you have effort do you have to put into acting Spartan? By the very nature of them, like you don't show emotion. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually harder to do. To actually convey thoughts and sentiment without an emotion behind it, that's uh, that's actually harder. Sure, but then just put your fucking helmet on and we'll be fine. <laughs> don't well, show your fucking we, face. We have a lot of the same issues, okay, Peter? It's fine. I don't want to disagree with you. That's my issue here. <laughs> I don't mind them not wearing a helmet. Yeah, you just like watching. You just like looking at his butt. <laughs> I just, I, I was impressed. But not only was he out of his armor in the second episode, he was buck ass naked at the end of it. And you're like, the whole point is he never takes that shit off. They literally went four games before they unpopped a bolt, and you didn't even get to see that part. They literally, it was the end of Halo Four. They're like, yeah, let's take this was off. It, was it this kind of last, thing like that? Was it this last episode that was like this show really likes butts? Yeah, the, the, the show likes butts. <laughs> this, is, this is like Game of Thrones with uh, aliens. Uh, they're like, ooh, that's a butt. I'm just glad we're not doing the full Game of Thrones and we're not getting a lot of, a lot of uh, full frontal flaccid penis shots. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm thankful for that, at least. No one wants to show their wiener. Penis, floppy penis. I'm just saying. There's a reason. Damn it, Tom, that's going to get stuck in my head now. There's a reason they made that. They, there's a reason that song, they wrote it, and it worked. I'm just saying, there's a reason. I'm fine. Put as many butts as you want. Uh, I don't need I don't need any full frontal. I don't even want tits. I don't need full frontal. Just but but butts but but butts Perfect. Thank you. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, I had a good segue for that. Go to the next thing if you're ready for it. Speaking of things that are cracked, uh, just like Moon Knight's psyche, let's look at let's talk about Moon Knight. No, his butts look at cracked. I I I'll be honest. I think Stephanie could have done better. Oh, <laughs> oh damn! Burn. I, I like that crack. Okay, Moon it works on two levels. It works on two levels. I I don't think inherently the pun was bad. I think it was just you were too excited to deliver it, so you stumbled a little. Fuck you. <laughs> Maybe correct. Um, hey, I didn't even realize that works on two levels. Because when you moon someone, you show them. The so, advice. Peter, I need I need your comic expertise. Go for it. Did the person who write this have a mental illness, or know someone that had that suffered from a mental illness? I do not know. Oh. For the, are you talking about for the show or the comic? Because the comic, fuck no. Um, the comic was written by a bunch of people who didn't understand mental. <laughs> Okay, because I feel like watching this, like, nothing nothing really ever gets answered for me, and I just... What do you mean? Like, I wonder if, if this is just, like, they're trying... If, if what they're trying to convey is this is what it's like to have, like, have a mental illness, then they are nailing it. If, if this show is, about, is supposed to be about anything else, I'm lost. I'm, I'm sorry. What are you having trouble keeping up? It's uh, actually pretty straightforward. You cut out completely. He, he's oh. asked, what are you having trouble keeping up with? Because it's pretty straightforward. Like, is it, though? Yeah. What's the real life? What? 
<laughs> I think she was just confused by this last episode where it kept popping between like four different reality-ish things. Oh, okay. So you're trying to figure out like which one is the actual important continuity thing? Like which one is the one that actually happened like canonically? Yes. No. Was he in an insane <laughs> asylum with the bad guy as his doctor? Is that what you're trying to figure out here? Like that's the dream, right? That's fake. Yeah, the real <laughs> shit is him doing superhero shit in Egypt. <laughs> Are you sure? The real shit is him fake. hanging out with a giant, giant talking hippo. That was that. That <laughs> the problem is that was what was actually happening. See, now I didn't hear any of that. So that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing. You're I don't good. know what he said either. No, I, it like cut out. Oh. Um, yeah. So no, yeah. It, it what is that? All of the stuff that you were seeing in those last few episodes was the hallucination and how he was just rationalizing himself after being died. Which last episode, I was very adamant that no, this is not like that's not what the, the hippopotamus is not the ferryman to the underworld. And after I watched the new episode, I was like, well, that doesn't, like, that, that, that's what they did. And then I looked it up again, and they still fucking did it wrong, because the ferryman to the underworld is still just Anubis. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. They just used a different god because they didn't want to use Anubis. I guess, yeah. I mean, whatever floats their sandboat, I guess. Like, the scales and everything? Anubis. That's Not... All, that is all Anubis, yes. Yeah. But I guess, so it's just like, oh, y'all were just being, you were just being wrong. Okay. But <laughs> it's, it's a whole pantheon of gods. So they, I guess these ones are just helping him out. He's got more important shit to do. He's weighing the big time guys. I don't know. I did like that, that was Gates of Osiris version, though. Great. But. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's just that they wanted to use a hippopotamus. They thought they were. Probably in reference to his, like, dumb hippopotamus. Your mic hates you tonight, Peter. God, apparently hippopotamus is just, like, not things to talk about. Yeah, it's just not like they're talking about the hippopotamus. No, they just thought it would be funny. They thought it would be a funny joke to have it be that god instead of Anubis. Yeah, well, they already have one scary, freaky-headed god, and they're going to have another one when... What's it? Oh, God, I just forgot the god that... The bad guy's trying to release. I can't think of it at the moment. I was like, oh my god. I don't know. I can no, the one that the bad guy's trying to release, not the hippopotamus. Yeah, like yeah. I completely forgot that that's what was happening this entire last episode, and I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? Well, that one we th- we saw a couple of mental health breakthroughs. Is actually what we saw in this last episode. Yeah. Him coming to terms with why he has uh, a dissociative identity. Yeah, and uh, the the identity also coming to terms with oh shit I'm the one I'm the made up one. Yeah, but I'm we, the fake one. But they still didn't address the I didn't do that. Well, I didn't do that. They're about to. That's what was in the other sarcophagus. Yeah. He's already in the field of re- reeds, reeves, reeds, reeds, reeds. Yeah, but he's not gonna stay there. He's gonna get out, and guess what? The other personality is gonna come with him too. They're probably going to find a way to save Steven, too. Oh, actually, he's probably going to go break the other guy out and then go save Steven and then break out of the underworld and fuck people up. Mm. Yeah. Well, because they're going to get a message to his girlfriend and she's going to go release. She's Ooh, she's going to get to break into the Great Pyramid. She's going to have fun with that. Yeah. Because she's got to go break the little statue to get him out. 
or I, I'm assuming it's probably going to be break the statue. I don't know. That would be what makes sense. Because it, break his statue, and there you go, free Conchu. It probably has to be break his statue, or else um, Ethan Hawke would have already broken the statue when he snuck in there and was being an asshole instead of just like yelling at it. He would have broke it to kill him. Like if, if breaking yeah. it would kill him, he would have broke it already. <laughs> so I'm assuming breaking it probably breaks him out. So he's like, that's the only reason I didn't even break this shit. Fuck you, asshole. But you're trapped in there. Yeah. Because I can't kill you, so you're trapped. I'm going to go put glass in my shoes. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, <sighs> sorry. I, I understand when they're doing donations that it's difficult to um, kind of keep straight. Like, well, they, they is this all bullshit? Was he just in a doctor's office this whole time and he's actually just straight insane? Um, so I, I, I'm being a little shitty about you not keeping up, but <laughs> it's just because it's like, well, to me, I, I knew immediately they're, they're not going to throw away an MC series something like that that very clearly get followed that follow, um, follow the what follow the hippopotamus obviously oh. <laughs> the the superhero shit when it's cutting out something all right doesn't um, like it when you say hippopotamus i didn't even say hippopotamus <laughs> it actually kind of looks yes. like you did that's the funny part oh fair enough <laughs> what, whatever, uh, words, whatever combination of words you did say it looked like you said hippopotamus, hippopotamus. <laughs> like, oh, it really does not like that word yeah it just doesn't so, like, I, I get the confusion, especially because it's designed that way. They wanted you to think, hey, maybe this was what it actually was the whole time, and it's all just been a hallucination. Well, it but worked. They're very clearly going to follow the superhero plot line. <laughs> I, though I will say, um, uh, again, forgetting the hippo lady's name. Um, I was impressed, though. Uh, I think it actually... Definitely, it has a weird implication, at least for the MCU, because it's the first time that they're doing it. Uh, I don't know if they've done it in the comics. I'm sure they probably have. There's been over 40,000 issues of Marvel Comics written. Um, but uh, she says, well, he goes, is this the afterlife? And she goes, well, it's an afterlife. And then she talks about the ancestral planes, which is where... That's what they, that's Wakanda, if I remember correctly. I think so, yeah. That's where T'Challa um, meets his dad. Oh. So that's the ancestral yeah. planes. So she's like, oh, I've been there. It looks super cool. So first of all, apparently the gods can traverse between afterlifes. There are multiple afterlifes. And guess what? There, there apparently are definitely afterlifes. So what does that mean for all the people that got snapped for five years? Did they hang out in the afterlife for five years? Probably. Or, or, uh, or did, but the, I guess the problem was... Did they die or did they cease to exist or cease, cease to, to exist? They ceased to, I think they ceased to never have existed, didn't they? Or something like that, basically. Well, but not, not, not they, never had existed, but just removed them from existence. So maybe if they, they never existed. None of the Avengers would have been so inclined to bring them back. That's true. But like, that would have been a better snap. Come on, Thanos. Jesus. Yeah, it, that's what he was going to do when Endgame, when he was like, okay, now I'm just going to erase all of you uh, and the memory of all of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he learned that time. Should have should have done yeah. it the first time. His younger self so, learned from his uh, younger self. I mean, kind of with the comics. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a big as Moon Knight fan as I am others. But I mean, Valhalla was a place that actually exists in yeah, the they, comics. They went in the battle. Thor ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, and because it's easy to forget because the MCU is like, no, they're just really strong aliens. But in the comics, they're the actual Norse gods. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the the entire pantheon of gods in that. They also have it in the DC universe too. But and I mean, yeah, they've got gods, Greek yeah. and and the, yeah Norse and all that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's uh, funny though, the Greek gods are like blatantly evil in the Marvel comics. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Star Lord killed them. But it's great. It is interesting to say, think that oh, there is definitely an afterlife in the MCU, and apparently, you can go to any of them, and the Egyptian one doesn't get a lot of call for it anymore. <laughs> I did like, oh, we haven't had one in a while. Oh, two at the same time, y'all brothers. Twins. <laughs> uh. Uh, but yeah, so I was, I was interested, and he's like, oh, this is not supposed to happen. There are souls raining from the heavens. That's not good. That's Fantastic. Uh, well then. But that little good that episode, one, though, since we hadn't said that bit yet, it was a true. good episode. Just like sure. Halo, just like Halo, I think it's turning a corner too. That it's about to really get into the oh, this is the end game shit. Well, it kind of has to. It only has like God, was it episode? It's got like one episode left, right? I think so. One or two. I don't know. Uh, I need to check because I don't know how many are out. I think there's five, five out. I think it's gonna be seven episodes. So I think yeah, I think there's two episodes left. Uh, Which sort of makes sense. One episode to get out. I would hope so, because they kind of have a bit more to go through. I don't think they can end that in one episode. One episode to get out Khonshu and make their plan to fight the big bad, and then one episode to fight the big bad. Well, one of the... I would say there has to be two left. Articles I saw said, I guess, you know, uh, reviewers got to see it early, and they said that the ending felt rushed. So we might only have one episode left. Because I I, want to say I heard it was only going to be six episodes. They did say apparently it has been renewed for a season two, and so they, they did announce it was renewed for yeah, a second season. Of, but Hawkeye wasn't. Yeah. So fuck off, Disney. So yeah, apparently, like, I, I uh, some of the things I've seen is that the reviews are coming back that it felt rushed because they changed it from a series finale into a season finale, and they did reshoots in order to accommodate that. Oh God, that's that. Okay. Instead of finishing it, they left it open I guess and that and I think some people aren't liking that but I definitely saw today somewhere that it was supposed to be released for season or picked up for season two yeah for Hawkeye the most recent article I see is from April 14th and it says Hawkeye season two in doubt following Marvel Awards update yeah but that doesn't mean shit I can have hope (laughs) I hope there's a season two I actually really enjoyed it I mean I did it doesn't necessarily. Need I talk to people one. all the time. It no, doesn't it doesn't. Just, I mean, they could just start throwing. Guy. They could just start throwing her into the movies. Oh, so the the reason why they think that there might not be a season two is because um, Disney put Hawkeye um, up for limited series cat in the limited series category. Yeah, but when that news initially broke, they did the same thing for Moon Knight, which has apparently been renewed. So yeah, it's which, like at least it that's what I really thought I did. Much. Yeah. Uh, it, so I looked that up, and it's, it looks like it might have just been a mistake. Yeah. Like, it might have just... Because the, the confirmation of a season two is like, oh, it's a season finale instead of saying series finale on Twitter. Mm. It's like, that could have just been a mistake. So that it's not officially confirmed or anything. Where It's still technically up in the... Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll have to see. Just have to hope. I don't give a fuck about Moon Knight season two. I just want more Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> we know. So I, mean, I really like Moon Knight. It's really fucking good. <laughs> I've enjoyed it, and Oscar Isaac is fantastic. I mean, it's a pretty basic, simple plot, easy to follow. I mean, a child can keep up with it. You know what, Peter? I'm <laughs> done with you. So, speaking of child things, um, we got the we got a couple trailer drops this uh, week. Um, one being a longer trailer for the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. 
Which looks. I'm very unsettled by adult Peter Pan. Uh, I, that was immediately what I said. I'm like, why is Peter Pan some angry godfather type mafioso dude now? <laughs> what the fuck? What? No, no wonder he's so angry. He grew up and he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> so how did you spend like 500 years as some prepubescent man-child kidnapping children and then murdering pirates? Yeah. Also sometimes murdering children. When the yeah, Lost those... Boys got too old, he would cold them in the books. Literally yeah. murder them. The wow. Peter Pan stuff is a lot more horrifying than... <laughs> like most of their stories are, but Peter Pan in particular... <laughs> yeah, the uh, the source material on that one's pretty fucked up. Yeah, sweet. But Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers not fucked up. I mean, that we know of. Well, a little <laughs> fucked up. Still a little disappointed that they didn't actually just use the origin story that they recreated in the Ducktales reboot. Well, yeah, because I, I I don't think I don't think Disney wants to give people hope that there's going to be references to that Ducktales reboot. Oh no, there won't be. I think they're just like, Never no, we again. want to be done with it. Like it's over. Stop really being sad, fans. <laughs> but um, Chip and Dale. There was also a trailer for Disney Dreamlight Valley, which basically looks like Disney Animal Crossing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Kingdom Hearts and Animal Crossing had a baby. It's not like that at all. That's what it looks like to me. It's it's they're more all, like they're um, all mashed together. This is what Disney Infinity should have been. Disney Infinity is fucking Animal Crossing and Kingdom Hearts having a baby. A really ugly baby. This, if you say so. This, <laughs> the Disney Dreamlight Valley is a little disturbing. The uh, the animated character that's, I guess, supposed to be you looks too real, and all the other ones are definitely, like, cartoons, and you're like, okay, and that doesn't really mesh very well here. What's going on? Uh, there's also a new Star Trek series, uh, Strange New Worlds, coming out that looked interesting this one seems intriguing because it seems like it's set during original like original series times like right after that probably like where they're really still exploring the galaxy for the first time well i could be wrong but isn't he the main guy supposed to be captain pike okay so i guess so i guess it would be technically be before then uh the original series yeah, it would take place beforehand. Yeah, if it's Captain Pike. Is it, if yeah, that, that's Captain Pike. If that's the case, I'm actually even more interested now. It's basically a prequel series to the yeah. original series. Interesting. Very interesting. I, I'd watch that. So the only other thing I've seen the guy playing Captain Pike in, um, his name's Anson Mount, is an. it's a Western show called Hell on Wheels. And I love that show. Oh, I've it's heard really that show good. is really good. I've never but watched that. But that one. dude is the hairiest motherfucker in the world in that show. <laughs> so seeing him with like really clean hair and like no beard is really jarring. I frankly <laughs> didn't think he actually had a chin. <laughs> no, you know it's jarring. Daniel what? Radcliffe playing Weird Al in Weird, no. the Al Yankovic story. Fantastic. Honestly, it's it's pretty fantastic. It's. <laughs> Pretty fantastic. I mean, don't get me though, wrong. I'm 100 completely going to watch this movie because it looks fucking hilarious. But I, I am thinking they could have cast Elijah Wood and we wouldn't tell it to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Still, my dream movie is to have a movie where um, Elijah play, well, Elijah Wood plays the villain, but he's actually playing Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> 
who is the real life villain in this movie, and his assistant is Elijah Wood, who's played by Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> just to make it as confusing as possible. I've seen that possible. meme somewhere. I'm just saying it. I, somebody wrote that out, and it's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. I'm like, I would watch the hell out of that. Watch the hell. Tom, Tom. I would, and I'd be confused. Are you ready to do my echo? No. He can't echo. Is he? Uh, yeah, I don't think he can do that. Got oh. it. Ready. All right, and that brings us to the speed round. Did y'all work that out prior? Like, this is what we're no, gonna do. This no, is, no, no, no. So this was just time. Stephanie vastly overestimating your ability yes. of technology, and then you just going with it. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no, I think that's what she was expecting him to do. That's the real problem. <laughs> I think she was just wanting him to go, run, run, run. run, he, run, kn- run, run, run he knows run. what he's doing. Um, <laughs> in honor of uh, Star Wars Month, uh, this is the Star Wars edition. Of the speed run? Of the speed run. Oh. May the fourth be with you. And also with you. What am I supposed to say? You know? I was waiting for that. There's thing not actually a response. I know. really like a response. I think the they just said, "May the fourth be with you back." Yeah, no, <laughs> no. They, they, it it feels it, Catholic. It's like no. I guess now they have to change it. And with your spirit. Oh my god. May the anyway, fourth be with you. So and with your spirit. What I tried to do was find um, find little factoids that between the three of you, you may be able to know you might know all of these but i tried to pick ones that i didn't think were super well known right very so you're going very obscure star wars facts i mean not super obscure. i didn't scour the internet i saw an article and picked and chose the ones that i thought were were interesting uh okay well i'm in let's do it okay go for it uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga has the historic launch, beating out all other Lego games. Yeah, I read that article. That makes sense. That. That's a great. It's a fantastic game, but it's the culmination yeah. of all of the other ones. So yeah, everybody who bought any of the other ones is going to buy this one. Absolutely. I mean, not as, but as not just Star Wars. Like all the out of all the Lego games. That makes sense. Yeah, all the yeah, Le- Lego, Lego Star, Star Wars, Wars games were the best ones. Series. Whatever, guys. They were the best ones, and this one's the best of those. As of 2020, the Star Wars franchise has grossed a worldwide box office revenue of over $10 billion. I mean, I figured it had to be a lot. Honestly, that just, is that bad that it still feels low? Billion. It's Star Wars. Oh, no. That's just, that's just worldwide box office. That includes no merchandising, no, yeah, exactly. uh, no videos. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, $10 billion just in theaters. I, okay, yeah. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can go. Okay. No, you can't go. The first Star Wars film, Episode Four, took four years for production to complete. Sounds about right. I think they 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 didn't film it for that long, but yeah, between all the, the stunts or not stunts, the the visual effects took so long to do. Right. <laughs> Hell, it took Ray Harryhausen like it took him like I think it, it took three years to like animate like the Rancor scene. <laughs> But this is all about a new hope, to be fair. Oh, I guess that. Well, yeah, but yeah. before that, so I guess, it was okay. still like a lot of practical okay. effects that would take time. Okay, the dobacks in uh, the opening shots on Tantooine. Okay, that's in the special edition. Uh, there is one in there that oh, yeah. is a stop. Right, you're right. Tom, did you have a reaction? I know they're just talking over you. <laughs> I'm just letting them do it. It's Star Wars. I mean, come on. Are we surprised about these Star Wars facts? I haven't been so far. 
<laughs> We're just starting. Calm down. Okay. These are the easy ones, apparently. Okay, this one, this one got me because I can count six. But as of 2018, seven known color variations of the lightsabers exist in the Star Wars franchise. If it's talking moving franchise, that's correct. Yeah, wouldn't it be more? Well, Technically what, from like the, the extended universe? That's what I'm saying, in the movie franchise. No, it's in complete Star Wars franchise. There are seven known color variations, there's, and I can count six. There's 12 in the game. Like in, in Yeah, some, there's more than that in games. In, in KOTOR, yeah. there's a lot. Yeah, like in... in the, uh, then maybe it's just talking main... But there are, I mean, there are also colors that are, like, variations on, like, like you can get blue, but you can also get, like, cyan. Like, yeah. it's close enough. If you're going to the movies, if you're going to the movies, it's obviously green, blue, red, purple. Those are your four main ones. Well, and, and yellow for that one bit. Sorry, and the, sorry, there's five, technically. Green, blue, okay, red, then yellow. Okay, that, that was the seventh that I missed. And then there's white for Ahsoka if you're doing the Clone Wars, if they're counting that. And I was thinking dark the Dark Saber. And the Dark Saber's black. And there's also seven. orange. Well, the, also, the, this says as of 2018. Well, orange is, uh, oh, orange is when you break away to go to extended universe stuff. Yeah. Like, that. that's a color you can get. Like, the orange, the silver, the gray, the magentas, those are all, like, weird, yeah. lore, like, original. They're not quite canon. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could probably figure it out. It's like, oh, you just had a slightly different colored crystal. You're not yeah. quite fucked up like Mace Windu where we had to completely create a entirely strange cave on some random planet the voice of the character chewbacca combines various animal noises one of which is uh george lucas's dog indiana because oh. <laughs> the dog they really did name the dog indiana i 100 percent believe that that's where indiana jones also gets his name is from george lucas's dog it's a yeah. golden retriever what you looking at tom it's Cause that was oh, where he got his name colors of uh in universe lightsabers was his pet dog yeah but it really is george lucas's red dog or pet dog that's what we were saying tom is like it felt low to be here like seven it's like that doesn't yeah i could see seven like in the actual media like like in in the games and or not games in the movies and shows seven sounds about right yeah more than ten the character's name c3po is short for cyborg three protocol yeah Makes sense. I mean, I didn't think it was short for nothing. I thought 3PO was short for C3PO. <laughs> I was pretty sure it was just C3PO. What does R2D2 stand for then? So that that's a like weird thing in my head that I had learned at some point, promptly forgot about it, and then as soon as Stephanie said it, I was like, yeah, I remember that. See, it is a thing. Like I said, I did not know that was a thing. I'm like, because she said something about it, like, is C-3PO short for something? I'm like, C-3PO? She goes, yeah, is C-3PO short for something? I go, C-3PO? I'm like, I don't, what, what the fuck would it be short for? And I went, never mind. Uh, the language of Ewok combines Tibetan and Nepalese. 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 I mean, I didn't know specifically where they came from. But I had to imagine it wasn't just random noise they told me. Well, yeah, yeah. pretty much all of the uh, pretty much all of the languages in Star Wars do have an origin in the exactly. real world. There's some that are just straight up ripoffs that are actually just the regular language yeah. without anything changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The famous boy band InSync has also made brief appearances in Attack of the Clones. 
That does not surprise me. Wait, what? <laughs> like the animated series? No, like the movie, Attack yeah. of the Clones. I'm pretty sure it was during the the fight on Geonosis. Yes, it was during. They were they were cast as extras in the background, but George cut it because he was like, no. None of yeah. this nonsense. So, could you see their faces, or were they, or were they dressed up as stormtroopers? Because that would be even better. I didn't. I, I there's a. I didn't. The blurb I did. Because I, I would. I would love to see more cameos. They're like, oh yeah, these eighty celebrities were in Star Wars. Well, where are they? They're under that helmet, and under that helmet, and under <laughs> that helmet. I mean, Daniel Craig did that, and that's fucking amazing. Uh, the Splinter of the Mind's Eye novel was supposed to be a potential sequel to Star Wars. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a novel. Who wrote it? Thank you. When did they write it? I didn't. I didn't write that part down. Well, it Alan. Splinter Alan of the Mind's Eye. Foster. Who? Alan Dean Foster. That sounds familiar. Well, moving yeah, on. I, I'm sorry, you, you said it was originally supposed to be it like was, a sequel. It was supposed to be a potential sequel. Like, oh, like a movie? Sure. I mean, you're not because it's it's just actually a Star Wars. I was I thought you were saying like oh, it, it was supposed to be a Star Wars book and then it was made not Star Wars. It is a Star Wars book, but it was supposed to be a sequel yeah. to the movie, I guess. Yeah, I didn't. Again, I just got the top part. Just, oh, apparently he is the one that he 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 writes all the uh, uh novelizations of all the Star Wars movies too. Cool. Oh, so he's the one that fixes their problems. And also Alien, all the Alien movies as well. Uh George Lucas was Shit. once sued by Universal Studios due to the design of R2D2. Would they say it looked too much like a trash can? <laughs> uh he had, he had said that like he was inspired by something that I don't remember and Universal was like no, that's our thing. I don't. I didn't write that part down. You're, anyway, uh, David Prowse is, was banned from every and all events that are associated with like Lucasfilm. Yep, that's the yep. guy who was originally in the Vader suit. For those don't, that don't remember in our audience, I'm pretty sure everybody on this Zoom call knows that. But <laughs> yeah, he's he apparently turned out to be a real kind of a prick. Apparently, cool. Surprising no one. R2-D2's beeps come from the sounds of a baby. That I did not know. Well, there's like digitified uh, babies, goos, gaws, and giggles. Sure. Sounds right. <laughs> Wedge Antilles is the sole X-Wing pilot that survived the three major battles of the first trilogy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Cut out. What was that? Well, Wedge Antilles is the sole X-Wing pilot that survived the three major battles of the first trilogy. How many other named X-Wing pilots were there in... Uh... Porkins? Por Porkins died in Return of the Jedi. Well, he... Porkins dies in A New Hope. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It, the only one that lives is Wedge. Yeah. Well, that were actively involved in all three battles. Yeah, because yeah, Luke, like Luke technically yeah. lived, but he didn't fly an X-wing in the last battle. He was on in. He was well. He was on the spaceship getting shot at. Actually, yeah. uh, <laughs> hot. This is like, is there any other named pilots in the Jedi? Uh, in Return of the Jedi, name? Ugh. No, because you got Wedge 
you got Wedge and the Millennium Falcon are the only two that actually make the trench run on that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, okay, so I did just unlock Porkins as a playable character in uh, <laughs> Lego Star Wars. And I got real excited. And I'm like, he's not fat. God damn it. <laughs> I was really hoping he'd. Be, I was really hoping they'd figure out how to make the Lego Lego character body fat, and I was kind of excited. Don't they know it. how to? Wasn't the Dennis Nedry Lego like fat? I don't know. Originally, the famous lightsaber was not meant to make any noises at all. They were not going to have any noises for the lightsaber. Well, the the noise they came up with was recorded. I know originally accidentally. Mm. Semi accidentally. We'll get to that in a moment. Oh, we get to that in a moment. Uh, despite the character's race being known as Ewoks, the term is never uttered during the trilogy. No, we got that from the Kinder Action figures. Yep. <laughs> that one I knew. <laughs> like, there's a lot of them that are never. There's a lot of characters that are never named anywhere in the movies or even in George Lucas's script. But then they're like, "No, well, we need more toys." Here's the guy. Let's give him a knit. Perfect. The Ewoks were also originally supposed to be Wookiees. Yeah, that's what... Originally, yeah, but... they were going to have Wookiees in there, and they were going to actually be one of the main people fighting against them. But then... Because Chewie was originally supposed to be, like, a seven-foot-tall, like, fat lizard creature-looking thing, and George Lucas liked him a lot better with hair. So you all yeah, know... It's designed for Zeb. <laughs> yeah, basically. They reused, they reused it for Gareth Zeb Aurelius. So as we all know, Ewan McGregor uh, made the lightsaber sounds while filming, and they had to edit his voice out. That's true. Fun fact, <laughs> Laura Dern, who played Admiral Holdo, if you do not remember, was also reported to make gun noises while filming the movie franchises. Um, I was like a week ago years old when I found out that Laura Dern was Admiral Holdo because I hated the character so much I couldn't even think about who played it. And I'm like... That's a bit. That's the bitch from. It's it's the lady from Jurassic Park. What the fuck is going on here? Ellie Sandler. I just finally saw that. I'm like, but but how is she so good in Jurassic Park and so bad in this? Oh, the well, writers. Bad writing. The writers. The writers. The directing I mean, that, and the writers. That's what it was. I mean, that movie is fucking garbage. But at least they were having fun. So much fun. In the world of Star Wars, the upbeat swing music <laughs> genre in the film is called jizz. <laughs> I knew that one. I knew that one. <laughs> Same. I was just waiting for it to come up. I knew. I knew. I knew where that was. I, as soon as you said the the upbeat swing, I'm like, oh no, no, I know where that's going. Yeah, it's called jizz. Uh, that is just a mm. bit of trivia I like to randomly tell people, like just throughout my life. Mm, I love that. I'll be working jizz. and just tell someone who walks by that fact. <laughs> You know the you know the song like in the, the cantina band from Star Wars. Yeah, I love that song. Doot, 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 doot. Yeah, yeah. You know that one? Yeah, it's called that. The genre is jizz. Yep. Jizz. And then I'll resume to whatever I was doing beforehand. That's the end of the conversation. And they turn my team and go, Did, "What? How do I how do I deal with this new information?" <laughs> the Tie Fighter sound effect is partly made from the sounds of an elephant. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that does sound sad. The Foley operators in the Star Wars saga are very good. Yo. Tom, you're so quiet. <laughs> hey, Tom, what does TIE stand for in TIE Fighter? <laughs> it's an acronym. What does it stand for? Quick. Come on, Tom. You know this. Isn't it from Thailand? 
just because the toys were made in Thailand doesn't mean that's why it's called a Thai fighter. Come on. Uh, what does it stand for? Uh, twin ion engine. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> that's why they're so fast. It's because ah. they use basically uh, a laser. Dennis Lawson, who played Wedge and Tilly's, is blood related to Hugh and McGregor, but their characters are not. Yeah, isn't he Hugh and McGregor's uncle? Sure. Great uncle or something. Didn't like that. look that part up. Just know they're related. <laughs> I knew that. I know. I know they're related. Just related. Yep. <laughs> uncle we're just sense. getting the clickbait titles. Yep. <laughs> there was a whole explanation under most of these. I just didn't. The characters are not though. I knew that one. Still not as bad as Ewan McGregor's actual brother. His call sign. He's a. He's an RA Royal Air Force pilot. Oh yeah. His call sign's OB two. It's true. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, in the original storyline of the first trilogy, Luke Skywalker becomes the next Vader. Yeah, and he's called Luke Starkiller, too. Why Why do you got to sound so disappointed? Like, I didn't work hard on this. Well, no, because I think he's more disappointed that that's not what Oh. I was hoping that was the fact. Yeah. I was, Fine, I was, hoping, I was hoping the rest of the fact would have continued with the next Vader. And his name was Luke Starkiller, too. Well, I'm moving on. I'm done with you. That's why they call it Starkiller Base. Harrison Ford once broke his ankle on the set of the film due to uh, the Force Awakens, due to one of the hydraulic doors slamming onto his leg. Additionally, during this time, J.J. Abrams attempted to rescue Harrison Ford from the incident by lifting the door off the actor's foot and broke his back in the process of doing so. J.J. Abrams. Maybe that's why he came back for nine. J.J. Abrams kept this a secret from the crew and resumed filming his scenes while secretly wearing a back brace underneath his clothes. Well, props to J.J. Abrams. I thought that they claimed that Harrison Ford did that in, like, crashing his helicopter, breaking his leg. I didn't think... I thought originally the story was that it didn't happen on set and that he was flying his own personal aircraft and did that. Girl, I'm just telling you what I wrote. Maybe you just preferred that story. It sounds much cooler than a door fell on me. But, I mean, it would give us a rational explanation for him coming back for nine. Well, this dude literally broke his back for me. I guess I'll film a short scene. Mm. <laughs> Makes sense. He did save my leg. <laughs> now, I can save what his you were, movie. What you were uh, in, uh, right. alluding to earlier. The famous whoosh sound of a lightsaber is taken from sampling a movie projector and mixing it with the feedback from an old television. Sound producers working on the film would hold a stripped cable close to the old television set to attain the feedback noises produced by the electromagnetic disturbance. Yeah, they also took the uh, cover off the microphone so they would get better sound on it, too. And the the really fun part, though, is the laser sounds, like actually when they get the pew-pews, that is actually almost without change from uh, high-tension power lines. Um, and hitting them with a steel hammer. Oh. Like they literally went out into the woods. Patches uh, would be an asshole. One of the uh, like one, one of the giant one of the huge poles with the with like the cross country uh, electricity lines. One of the just anchor poles that the guy just hits it with a hammer. He goes, "What does that sound like to you?" To us, it sounded like a laser fire. So that's what we used. <laughs> uh, in Return of the Jedi, Ula has a wardrobe malfunction that was never edited out. Uh, who's Ula? I'm getting there. Ah. Uh, Ula is uh, one of the background dancers at Jabba's Palace, and she was having problems with her costumes. So if you have the original VHS tapes, 
during one of the dance sequences, uh, her breast kind of like boop pops out. And it's still, you can still, if you're watching on the original VS, VHS, you can still catch it. But that was scrubbed for DVD and uh, newer releases. It told me it had a thea- it's the theatrical release on my DVDs. And that's not fair. That's well, they bullshit. scrubbed it from the theatrical release too. The, and for, for whatever reason, goofed and kept it in on the VHS. So if you have the original VHS tapes, you Damn, can I watch used it. to have the original VHS tapes too. Oh, well. No space titties for me. No space titties for you. Uh, Steven Spielberg was originally banned from working with George Lucas. When and where and we why? They, context for why? Their original like career was like solely based on the two of them working together. I didn't, I didn't hear you didn't get more information on that one? You didn't think we'd be interested in that one? Two of the closest working guys in Hollywood? In the film The Force Awakens, the flags that hang outside of the castle of Maz Cantana display the symbol of Zero the Hutt's black sun tattoo. Additionally, many other iconic symbols in the Star Wars franchise are also displayed on the castle walls, including the lesser-known 501 Legion flags. Okay, first of all, how is the 501st Legion a lesser-known thing from Star Wars? No, they're, they're flags. The lesser known flags of oh, the five hundred one legion. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, how is the five hundred first flag not well known? Fuck you. That's Vader's hand. Everybody knows. Yes, that. yes. They're referring to the because there's multiple ones, and they're referring to the lesser known. Okay, okay. I didn't see uh, Zero the Hut's black. Wait, he he does the Black Sun Syndicate. Zero the Hut wasn't the leader of the Black Sun Syndicate. Darth Maul was. <laughs> No, he was in charge of the Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn, you're right. Sorry, that's the other way. Wow, you know, I'm proud of you. Look at that. Did you guys see that? We got it on tape. It happened. I knew something. Dropping some knowledge about Star Wars. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, but who's his number two? Darth Maul's number two? Yeah. I don't know. The Blacks in the Crimson Dawn. I don't know. Ah, Kira. She was in the Solo movie. I thought you loved that movie. I mean, Kira, is Kira she? with a Q. Did they never really confirm that? Did yeah, they? she is. Whatever. Comics confirm it. Books do it too. Actually, she hangs out with the Knights of Ren in one comic, and apparently tries to take over the Empire with the Knights of Ren. It's apparently the reason the Knights of Ren don't show, don't talk in uh, uh, what is it, the Rise of Skywalker, is because apparently in the comic books all they do is curse. Oh. Like, they yeah, even censor them in the comic books. They curse so much, apparently. So, How you doing, Thomas? I kind of love that. I'm good. I was just, uh, I was researching uh, Ula's boobs. <laughs> I was kind of quiet there on the latter half, because it's like, what the fuck are you talking about Universal suing George Lucas? Um, and I did finally find it. Oh, what is that? After a while. They uh, sued them because R2-D2 looked too similar to a series of droids in a film called Silent Running, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Oh, yeah. I actually <laughs> yeah. knew that. It is. It, it took a while to find because if you look up uh, Universal sued George Lucas, it gives you a bunch of articles about that time that George Lucas sued Universal for Battlestar Galactica shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. Well, this is going to bring us to Extra Bits. There you go. <laughs> Thomas, you're up first. 
I'm up. Why am I up? I'm never up first. I rotate. Rotate. You're first. Oh, my God. I don't think so. I I do. I mean, to be fair, last time I was first, but that was after me complaining for several episodes. Oh, my God. You guys are the worst. Thomas, (laughs) what's your bit? Okay. Jeez. God. (laughs) So one is a bit about uh, lockpicking in Skyrim and the perspective of an NPC. The other one is a man being accused that smoking makes your penis small. And then uh, the other one is uh, the sound of music a little fucked up. You added another one? Yeah, for fun. For funsies? (laughs) Another one? Another one. one. Wait, a spoonful of sugar? What the fuck is this? Well, this ought to be... Is it Mary Poppins or the sound of music? Yeah, I think it's Mary Poppins, but I don't care which one it is. It's all fun. Whoever it is, it's... uh... You're like, whatever one it is, that's that, that's Julie the Andrews. one that I meant. It doesn't matter. Whatever it's one. got Julie Andrews in it. <laughs> yeah, whichever one, it's funny. I'm on board. Oh, I'm going to have to watch yeah. that one in a set later. I hadn't seen that one. Zachary. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> I would have been fine going next. Uh, well, you're not next. Well, you're, la- next. You're, you're last, Peter. You're closing this bitch out. Now he's invisible. All right. Well, while Peter's on a trip to a mushroom planet, maybe? I don't know. What is that? Uh, yeah, he... We all saw Sonic 2. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just trying to say that. Get out of my head. Um, so uh, the thing I'm I just found... trying to make a good cup of mushroom coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. Um, Shut your whore mouth. So uh, my thing was going back to the Halo series or Halo the series. Um uh, it's just a little behind the scenes thing. Uh, it's a video showing, going over a little bit of what the trainings, like the Spartan boot camp, the actors that actually played the, are playing the Spartans, what they went through, and everything like that. Uh, it's them running, actually running around in the practical suits and doing shit and training for it to be able to do it. It's pretty impressive, actually. Uh, they did a lot of training, and uh, I respect them for that at least. They actually went, did like a mini military boot camp. And so, um, there was a mili- there's a mil- been a military advisor on the set to help them uh, be authentic. To help them fuck it up completely. Um. <laughs> really? It's fine. I should have taught them to leave the fucking helmets on. You know what, Peter? <laughs> I've got a really cute video of <laughs> this. So there's these two kids, and they're playing with. Oh God! I saw this. It's either a ball or like a beanbag. I can't really tell, but it's this it's a pond. Nerf football. Is that what it is? Yeah. So the it actually goes in the little pond, and the little girl runs inside, I guess, to go get her parents. And the little boy starts kind of leaning over the fountain to try and grab it. And they they have um, I think it was a German shepherd. It looks like a German shepherd. It's either a German shepherd or a husky. I'm not totally sure, but um, the dog sees what's happening runs over pulls the little boy back like all the way back against the house grabs like uh one of the like scoops like pool skimmer pool skimmer and scoops this damn ball out of this (laughs) pond smart fucking dog is what she's saying too fucking smart (laughs) a little sketchy and then in your winkling dose of disney adjacent um so (laughs) It's theme park related. Um, 
So this is an article that I found on Inside the Magic, which is usually mostly Disney news, but it's entitled Women Stumbles into Sketchy Crime Abandoned Theme Park. The article isn't as interesting as at the bottom, there's a video, um, the guy, when he's talking, is really annoying and stupid, but uh, it's actually kind of interesting. There, there used to be this theme park called Fun Ma Mountain in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and it closed down in 2001 due to like financial strain and whatever. Um, but it just it's just a really cool look into like an abandoned carnival type theme park, and it's a little creepy, a little fun. We need to take an 8-Bit Cats field trip to, like, a haunted, abandoned thing. I think that'd be fun. She, she says, like, it'll be fun. But then we go do it, and she'll be the first one. That... <laughs> I don't know what you said, because you cut out, but I'm going to assume it was mean. And just tell us about, <laughs> just tell us about your bit. So, I would never buy this. I'm just going to preface that out the gate. But if you have a lot of money and you really want a 25-inch statue of a stormtrooper from the original movie, um, you could usually get that for $1,200 on Pure Art. Oh. But they put it on sale for May the 4th, and now you can get it for slightly less than that, which is just is not it, a good deal. Is it but still like $900? No, it's $1,100. Oh, a whole $100 off. Hey, that is a full $100 off. Uh, in their defense, it is done very well. I'm it is. A, it's at, a I'm very nice it right now. And it's one-third scale, which is insane. Yeah. So if I'm going to spend that much on it, I'm pretty sure I could just buy a full set of Stormtrooper armor exactly. and a mannequin and set up a full one-to-one uh, -one scale hey, Stormtrooper in my fucking house. he's looking at it right now. There's a payment plan available. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Just like eight <laughs> easy payments of 164.85. Yeah. <laughs> this, too, could be yours. I, I like pure art statues in theory because they look really good. But Money. the cost of them is ridiculous. And yeah, this is a, a sale for, yeah, a Star Wars sale. That is not enough of a discount to be like, yes, I will buy this thing. <laughs> um, I will say, Peter. Um, Ooh, look, you can sign up and get an extra $15 off your first order. Uh, this uh, product no. is only available in Canada, <laughs> Mexico, UK, Europe, Middle East, China, Africa, and Japan. Not available yeah. <laughs> in America. Yeah, you know what? That's fine, because I saw that, but they still emailed me about it, so I'm like, fuck it, that's going to be my extra bit for the for the week. Well, I'm just saying, they have a very bad email list, because apparently it's not even available in America, so now they're just assholes. It's not available in the United States. Okay, it the United States of America. All of them, and my I was issue. just very slow to check my email. That's why, you just, that's why you buy it in Mexico, and then just have it shipped. Ooh, by the first 100 orders, we'll get an exclusive concept print. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, that's exciting.